Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. Coach, here we go. Almond Gunter Experience. Yeah, another podcast, baby. Game a, time. Yeah, yeah, getting ready to lay another one down. I mean, I like that. I like the days we lay it down. feel like we're giving information that's going to help just one more person, man. That's all. All we need is just one. One at a time. One at a time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So today we're talking about motivation? Yes. Yes. Um, and it's funny, you know, when, when, when you think about the word motivation, people are always saying, you know, how can I, you know, I, I can't motivate that person or I can't, I can't get that person to, to want to do something. Well, the truth is, I mean, you can't motivate anyone. You know, for me, I think uh, you can inspire people uh, to want to be great. Uh, but I think motivation is one of those things that's, that's self-imposed. You know, you have to get it to the point to where you're self-motivated, um, which goes back to what are you dreaming about? You know, what, are, what, are, what is your purpose? What, what do you feel your destiny really is? Uh, and it has to be something that, that makes you want to wake up and do that one thing to chase it. Uh, but as far as having someone motivate you every day, um, usually when I think about that, I go, yeah, that usually turn into nagging. That's, that's what the person, you know, eventually gets to. Like, why do you keep nagging me about it? It's like you'll see parents who, who constantly, you know, remind their student athletes that they need to go to practice or they need to do this and they need to do that. Well, ultimately, the kid pushes back and, and, and say, you know, why are you always riding me? Why are you always so? So when I think of the word motivation, um, there's no such thing as being able to motivate a person to do something. Um, you can only inspire them. That's good, Coach. I've heard you say that, that, that you can only inspire. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of um, it's kind of baffled me a bit when I first heard you say that mm-hmm. because I've always, you know, been been motivated by other people. I mean, right. I had a coach in, 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 uh, in high school, and I was always motivated to play for him. Mm-hmm. But when I look back, the ones that really got me to work and mm-hmm. really got me to the next level... Mm-hmm were inspirational and and what i hear you saying is okay yeah you might be able to motivate somebody but to be truly great you got to learn to inspire to get real results yes. to get lasting results yes you got to be able to inspire yeah so you know when you look back at at your the coaches that you felt like really were able to get you to to be the best version of yourself i think if you really stop and you think about it what they did was they inspired you they gave you stories or they, they talked to you in waves that made you believe um, that you were capable of being more. So that's inspiration. That's not motivation. You know, to me, motivation, if you try to motivate someone, that's going to last about as long as them talking to you. The moment you're not, they're not talking to you, you're, not, you're no longer motivated. What you have to do is you, you seek to give information um, that cuts so deep in a person that it opens up something that allows them to just ooze, like, I gotta have that. You see what I'm saying? So that's why stories to me has always been the way. You know, when, when you sit and you listen to successful people, they always talk about, and you ask them, 
who, you know, and it's funny because in, in the interviews, they never even say the words motivated, right? They never say, well, who motivated you? They'll say, well, who inspired you? Who inspired you? And inevitably, a person like, you know, Bill Gates or Oprah, they'll tell you where their inspiration came from. A story that they heard or something that they read, and it resonated. It awakened something up inside you that now makes you want to go out and be self-motivated to do the things that you need to be successful. I like the idea of, of, uh, of, of a life story, right? Mm -hmm. So um, when you mention some of these great uh, leaders of our time, I do think of the fact that it's not just what they said. They might have had some things and you know, maybe mm-hmm. um, after they've passed or something, right. you go back and read right. their words, right. like a Bruce Lee, for right. example. Exactly. Like he lived a great story. Right. And he inspired a lot of people at the time. Right. And now people are going back and looking at his words. And I find that really profound, too. Yeah. I mean, because, again, I think, you know, it's like, you know, my last book that I wrote, Lead With Your Life, right? I think that when you are a person who have lived a great story, when people go behind that, it's easy now to look at those words and see how it, how those words and your life really matched up. That's the inspiration of it all, right? The inspiration of it all is, is that, yes, they're saying this, but they're also doing it. It's like we talk a lot about, you got to be able to go behind the words. Uh, for me personally, you can tell me that you love me all day. And you may even mean it. But I can tell you for me personally, you know what I'm looking at? I'm looking at your actions. I'm looking at how you treat me. That's what I'm looking at. Because think about it. We've all had people in and out of our lives who said how much they cared or how much they love or, or, or yeah, I'm there for you. But then when you analyze their actions, you go, oh, wait a minute, that doesn't match up. And so inevitably the relationship is severed. See, relationships to me is more than words. I think that when your words are more important than the actions that you're showing, there's a problem. More important to you? Yeah, there's a problem. See, because I, I, you know, I, I think it's, it's your actions. Because that's what you're giving your time to. And I know that whatever you give your time to, you truly love. So when, when you talk about the word motivation... Think about it. If that was, if we could really motivate someone, right? We're both, we're both dads. We don't have to tell our parent, our, our kids once, to make up their bed. We don't have to tell them once, to do their chores. You can't, you can't motivate them. I mean, you can't even motivate them with money. You can say, okay, hey, you do these chores. I'm gonna pay you twenty bucks a week, and you still have to remind them to do the chore even though you're paying them. Yeah, but just, so if you're if it's about your actions, where does telling your own story come in? Because you have to have a voice and you have to be able to inform people and help people, I think. And maybe don't. Maybe it's only selfish to do this, but if you're let's say you're a working mom or dad mm-hmm. and you're putting your time and energy into building a legacy or, or providing for your family, that's that's not direct time. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. you know, we talk about, you know, we, want to hear about, we don't want to hear about the kids sitting on the couch with a mm-hmm. psychologist saying mm-hmm. my dad or mom right. didn't spend the time with me. 
but it's about perspective and information, right? And See, but here's the key. Here's what I think. It's so funny. Um, I used to do this thing with my kids that I thought was, you know, at the time that I was doing it, I, I was doing it because I really don't want them sitting on the couch, you know, with some psychiatrist talking about my dad was never here. You know, when you're an entrepreneur, you spend a lot of time gone. You spend a lot of time working. So what I, what I actually built in, I actually built in like a quarterly checkup with my kids. How are we doing? How am I doing as a dad? What am I missing? What do you need from me? Because I think sometimes as parents, we don't have those hard discussions. Like our kids don't really know the struggles of what it takes to, to provide. And so for me, it was like, I wanted to be very real. I wanted to be very transparent. And you hear me say it all the time with the kids. It's hard out here, man. This is hard. Because I don't want them to ever think that it's easy. Because again, as parents, think about it. We make a lot of things look easy. Like for a lot of our kids when they're young, they think that we can just go to that machine and get money out. They'll even tell you that. Well, just go to the machine and get money out. What well, they don't understand, you got to put money in, right? So I think that you have to build things in so, so you can check in. And so now the person that you're talking to has a perspective of, okay, I hear what he's saying, and now I can also see what he's doing. Does those things match? Does they match? So when he says that he's working a lot because he's building a legacy, he want to leave something for us, right? I can clearly see that if you're holding that conversation with me. It's what we talk about on the show all the time. You, your decisions are only as good as the information that you're receiving. So if I'm not giving you that information and then backing that up with my actions, then your perception is your perception. And so if we don't want to allow people to perceive the wrong things about what's going on with us, that's why I say you got to know your value. You got to be able to speak up. I, I like the simplicity of just a check-in. That's a great way to put Think it. Think about it. It doesn't need to be this big uh, drawn out thing or, or you know, it just it, it's regular, it's intentional. There's shortcuts, uh, you know, that are built in, uh, you know, that aren't quick fixes. They're not, no. you still got to do the work. Right. But, um, but there's, you know, just some very practical application there. Well, and, and, it, and, and to me, you know, I've always felt like information is about how you present it, right? It's all in how you, you present the information to someone. So it's as simple as when you're presenting this type of scenario to your kid, it's as simple as saying, hey, listen, <laughs> you know, I know I've been gone for a couple of weeks and so, and uh, so I probably missed some stuff. So, hey, let's catch up. What's going on? So it's not even... A combative thing. It, it, you don't even have to make it feel like I'm prying. What I'm doing is I realize that I need to be here for you. I, I need to be relevant in your life. And so I want to make sure that you know that I know that, right? And so they learn to communicate. They learn to talk. But I think we need to even do that with adults. It, it, it's no different than if you and I haven't connected. And, and we do this. I mean, we, we do this now. If there's a day where we just miss phone calls because, you know, I'll try you two or three times or you try me two and we just don't connect. We literally eventually, within 24 hours, there's a call, there's a text, there's a connection that actually says, hey, just checking in on you. So think about if we did that communication with the people that are relevant in our lives we can cut out a lot of this stuff that's going on. 
But I think that's where we miss it. Because we do think that we can motivate people. And my mother used to say, you can't raise an adult. Think about that. You can't raise an adult. You can't make an adult do something they don't want to do. Now what you can do is try to put yourself in a position to always be able to give them information if there's something that you think that they can do better or you want them to grow or be the best version to inspire them. Because we all can see things in other people that perhaps they can't see in themselves. We all have these blind spots. But you're not going to fix somebody's blind spot by coming at them and making them feel like, how in the heck you missed that? That's not going to happen. You have to do it a different way. And to me, it's always been about how you present information. You know, it's no different than if, if you said to me that your favorite meal was, you know, a, a nice medium steak with some mashed potatoes and, and, and I fix it up just like you like it. And then I walk over to the garbage can and take the garbage can lid off and put the food on that lid and serve it to you. I don't know, man. If you're really hungry, you might eat it. But nine times out of ten, you're like, man, I'm not eating that. But if I take that and I put it on a nice plate, even a paper plate, you're going to eat it. So that's how I feel about information. It's all in the way you present it. And it has to be accurate. And sometimes, man, you can present accurate information, but it's, it's how you present it. People don't want it. Because it's hard, man. It's hard to look at the truth sometimes. So where, so is there not a place for motivation, though? Is there not a place for short-term rewards? Is there not value in that? Oh, yeah. I think so. I, I do. And, and that's what I said. I think that motivation is about as good as as long as I can be in front of someone. And it could be just for that moment. I just got to motivate this person to run that, to do that one more rep. I got to just motivate him to get over this one little hump right here. I mean, we see that all the time in sports. Like, look, I just got to, we just got this one drive that we need to put together. But that's, you can't sustain that. That's not sustainable. If you want a person to be able to do some things, you cannot be doing for them the things that they need to be doing for themselves. Because here's what's going to happen. If I constantly feel like I have to motivate you to do what you say it is you want to do, eventually I'm gonna resent you. Because you're cutting into my time. You see my if, point? If you understand your value. If, if you understand, you, it, and exactly. at some point you're going to. It, it, there's, it's inevitable, at some point in your life, you're gonna wake up and realize, oh, I was living for the wrong reasons, or hey, these, on the positive side, these things actually made me feel great. I wanna do more of that. Exactly. So, so the way this thing's going to go down is if I'm constantly trying to motivate you and standing over you, trying to push you to be what you want to be, you're probably going to end up resenting me if it doesn't work out the way it does. And if it works out the way it's supposed to, but then you run on off and do your thing and I'm standing over here going, but I'm the one that helped you get to where you are. Now, I've martyred myself. I, I've done all, put all of this stuff into you. Well, that's not going to be good either. See, to me, there has to be this happy medium. It has to be this thing to where I see that a person is driven and that they're chasing the things that they want. And every now and then, they need me to just come in and be a good supplement and push them a little bit. 
But I'm not pushing them for the long term. I'm saying, look, we look, this workout's going to, how hard can it be? You can go two more minutes. Come on, let's get that, right? And if we do that, then hopefully what happens is that person understands their value, and now they go, man, it's in me. I can do this. Well, now that person's self-motivated because that person's been inspired. They, they, they've achieved some results that they didn't think they could achieve. So in other words, you use motivation to inspire. That's it. Sometimes you have to do that. To help change the picture in somebody's mind of, of themselves, right? Because again... Because you believe in them. When you see someone, I've always seen great leaders yes. see more in yes. others than, they, than that person can see in yes. themselves. So you, when you meet somebody, and I've seen it happen instantaneously, you mm -hmm. see the potential in that person. Mm -hmm. And then you use motivation to inspire them to believe in their own potential. And the thing is, the motivation that I use is based on the information that I receive from them. Mm. They tell me their goals. They tell me what they want to be. I can see it in their demeanor. So all I'm doing is using the information they, that they provided with me to show them that you already have it on the inside of you. Just do these things. And then hopefully what happens is, that's why you know we use that slogan every day is game day for a reason. Because the whole point of it is, is to help people get to that place to where every day, they're just being the best versions of themselves that they can be. And some of those days, you know how it is, man, you're just tired. So that's the day you need a good friend, a good coach, a good mentor, uh, a good person to be in a relationship with that comes along and picks you up. But they're not picking you up every single day because they don't have to. Because you are motivated by your dreams. You're motivated by your wants. You're motivated by the things that you see. You're motivated by the potential that you know that you have. But if you are a person that every single day you got to have someone standing over you trying to give you that one more reason to be great, it's not going to work out well for you and it's not going to work out well for that person. It's just not. Well, you know, I love to eliminate doubt. Yep. And, and one, one thing that I really, uh, that really angers me, really pisses me off, is when other people make uh, a motivational thing seem trite or yes. seem like it's uh, a crutch or something, mm -hmm. uh, just to devalue it and belittle mm -hmm. it because uh, they don't get it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what I'd love to do is just give us all permission to allow motivation to do its work. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering what are, the, what are the aspects of motivation that need to take place? You know, I've heard you mention, I love this, uh, you know, MAD stands for make a decision, right? Yep. So is, is, that, is that the first step I think motivation? that's the first step. I, I think the first step to not only motivation, I think the first step to, to inspiration, the first step to your purpose, your destiny, the first step to overcoming any adversity that you have in your life, you got to get mad. You got to make a decision. Until you make a decision, nothing substantial is going to happen in your life. You got to make a decision. You make a decision to either be an advocate for your life or not. You make a decision to want to be better or not. You make a decision to, to, to have a bad attitude or have a good attitude. So for me, that's where it all starts. To be motivated to be anything, make a decision. Make a decision. So, so today, well, actually by the time you hear this podcast, you would have seen the project that we worked on.
entitled They Said. And the whole purpose of that project is to help people understand it's not about what someone else says. It's about your commitment to what it is you want to do, to how driven you are. See, I like the word driven, that I'm driven to be the best. And, and I'm willing to prepare for it and stay dedicated to it. Because to me, that's what real motivation is, right? I think truly being motivated is directly proportionate to how much you've prepared and how dedicated you really are to it. That's what's going to last. Now, that can come in small doses from someone else, but the big dose has to come from you. Has to come from you. So you can get it in small doses. And that's those moments where you just need someone to say, you got it. Come on. But the substantial part, the day-to-day, -day, the in and out, that's all on you. You have to stay inspired. Prepare for the obstacles. That's it. They're coming. Because they're coming. They're coming. Yeah. As EU Nice would say, baby, just wake up every day and look for one reason to be the best you can be. Just which, one. Which goes back to persistence. Right? That's it. That's it. You've got to stay on it. Because for most of us, you know, when you get dedicated to something or something you truly want, I mean, a lot of times the people you thought were closest to you, they just, they, they going to leave it. They're running off because now you no longer have time because you're committed to yourself and making yourself better so you can make everything else around you better. But a lot of people don't understand that. They don't understand that. They don't understand you cannot give what you don't have. They'd rather just take the little bit that you do have. But as humans at some point, man, to, in order for me to sacrifice for you, I have to be willing to sacrifice for me. Give us that quote from you, Nice again. Um, which one? About the um, each day. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, as the Unites would say, look, baby, every day you just want to wake up and have one more reason to be great. That's it. You well, you you don't you don't have to like find many reasons. Just one reason. One one reason. Uh, that I like mm -hmm. is um, is the feeling that I get from knowing that I've done what I said I was going to do or what I set out to do. Just the feeling. And so what what uh, what your mom did there is she simplified it down to that one day. Mm -hmm. And and basically, if you think about, and I know you probably feel this. I mean, what'd you do? Ten. 10 sessions yeah. yesterday. I mean, yeah. just, just building, yeah. maximizing potential and everybody you meet all day long, every day. So at the end of the day, one of my favorite feelings is to lay my head down mm -hmm. and just say, okay, I gave it all. Gave it all. What a great feeling. And I'm glad I'm glad you said that because isn't that really what it's all about? Like, like see, that feeling right there not only eliminates all doubt, uh, uh, about who you are as a person, but it removes all the noise of people who may not think you put it in. You know what I mean? Like, 
Like when I know that I've laid it on the line, it really doesn't matter what someone else says. My work speaks for itself. And so I think that, you know, so I, I, I do this thing to where, you know, sometimes when I'm doing my corporate talks, I will ask a simple question of, uh, have you ever had that moment, that day, where everything seemed to go right? Like you wake up on time without the, the, the alarm clock, the coffee part starts when it's supposed to, the coffee tastes better, you, you know, you get dressed, your clothes are right, I mean, you get in the car, there's no traffic, you catch every green light, you get to, the, I mean, it's just, everything just flows. And we've all had those moments. We've had those moments as athletes. I, I think we've all had those moments. I don't know that everybody uh, or even a majority of people can say that they've had those days. Right. Okay. So here's the thing. So let's just say you haven't had a whole day like that. But you've had moments. You've had moments to where at that moment in time, and especially from, a, from an athletic standpoint, we played games to where we wish they were still going because we were playing that well. But every single person on this planet has had a moment to where they felt like they are at their best. Like it don't get any better than this, right? Like this is it. We call it the zone. This is the sweet spot. We've all had that moment. So my fundamental question always go back to, why don't we play for that every day? Why don't you play for that moment? You've lived it. You've had it. You know at that moment there's no one better. So why don't we play for that every day? I think it goes back to a word that you've said to me over and over again uh, since I've known you, but, e but even more recently because I think of everything that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Distraction. I think that's, to me, that at least for, for as a human being... That's what I see is the only reason why you wouldn't, because you're distracted. Yahtzee. <laughs> That's it. What, what words do I use almost every single day in everything we do? Focus. You hear me say that word. If, if I'm at the office all day, or if you're around me, you hear me say that word at least 10 times a day. Man, you got to focus and execute. That's what this is all about. The world is set up to keep us distracted, chasing shiny objects. But we've all had that moment to where we know that we're the best. We know that we're good. We know that we have value. We know that we're worthy. But we don't play for that. We, we get caught up. How can you get caught up after being in that moment? See, that's me. Like, I'm like, dude, I like that moment. That's like when I'm eating a Little Debbie Swiss roll, drinking some cold milk. Man, I like that moment. I'm trying to stay in that moment. So, you know, you, 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 you always accuse me of being uh, consistent. <laughs> you always go, big bro. Yeah, just consistent. Dude, you just, you just consistent. <laughs> you just consistent. Right? Yep. And I always say, man, I don't get distracted. I, mm -mm, you're not distracted. No, no banana in the tailpipe here, brother. No reach around. Because I like that moment when I just know that I'm doing what it is I was born to do. Even if it costs you everything? Even if it costs me everything. 
even if it costs me everything. Because if I don't do that, you know what happens? I'm being less than, which means that everyone that comes into contact with me is getting less than. And, and if you're less than, you're effectively taking, right? That's all I'm doing. You're bringing negative energy to the world. And it goes back to this word motivation. It goes back to that. It goes back to, man, in my life, how can I not put it all on the line when I've had a mom like I had and a dad and, and a grandfather? I mean, I mean, dude, I've got some inspiration in my family. I don't have to look way Like, it's right there. Right there. No excuses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if I, if I can't look at that yeah. and that don't make me want to be better, right. there's nothing nobody can do to motivate me. Yeah. Well, and, and I think there's an element of... Um, of humility in that in the sense that you're willing to take the time to look in your immediate circle you know again you're not looking outside for what you know is inside and I think that I think that um, as as humans as as like as you mentioned looking for the next shiny object we're constantly comparing ourselves to all these other families <laughs> or all these other um, nationalities right or and, and there's value in every human being. So why not take the time to understand that you stand on someone else's shoulders and, and pay attention to that and really value that and then be inspired by that? See, and what you just said there is priceless. It's what we call gold. You know, understanding that you stand on someone else's shoulders. If I'm being honest, what could I possibly go through that's worse or harder than what my parents went through or my grandparents or my great-great-grandparents. Let's just be real, bro. Come on now. What I should be doing is building on those legacies. What I should be doing is taking all of that information that they gave me and doing something with it. Actually doing the work. Putting it in. Um, because if I'm not doing that, then I'm not living up to what they raised me to be. You understand what I'm saying? So for me, that's why when I think about being motivated, brother, it's baked into me. Yeah, I, I got a feeling you had your lion's share of motivation coming up, <laughs> coming up <laughs> between your granddaddy, your mom, and your whole family. I mean, Dude, your entire family. It, and you're still getting it. I mean, let's that's be real. Right. You're it, still it, getting it. it from... it's, it's baked in. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's in my DNA. But it went back to making that decision to want to be that person, to want to be better. Yeah, you could have run to... off. Exactly. You could have run off and said, uh, nah, okay. I'm going to do it my way. But it's called accountability. It <laughs> it's called responsibility, right? It's called respect. See, it's, it's all of these character development words that we talk about. It's about having a foundation that's to the bedrock, my foundation to the bedrock. As my mother would say, contrary to belief, son, it ain't about you. It's about other people. It's learning how to serve. But I can't serve them if I'm not 100%. So I got to stay on ready five, man. I got to be grateful and obedient for this opportunity. This is a moment in time where every single human being on the face of the planet right now has an opportunity to make a difference. This is an opportunity to decide whether you're going to step into this moment or not. Are you going to leave this moment for someone else to fix and clean up? Or are you going to be a part of it? That's where we are. And that's for all of us. 
that's for all of us. And, you know, being a student athlete, man, there's been so many days where you walk around and, and, and in your head, you, you, you see in these scenarios the way you take the game winning shot. Or you see in the scenario where you made that play to win it all, right? Especially if you're a student athlete. We've all, right? Well, that's this moment. Right now. Right now, this is the moment. Everybody, the, the ball is in your hand. Now what you going to do? Clock running. Clock ticking, baby. It's ticking. This is an opportunity. And I'm so tired of hearing, man, well, the leadership, the leadership. Well, then be the leader. Man, leadership is not a position. It's an action. I don't, you think that I'm sitting around waiting for someone to, to lead me anywhere? You done lost your mind. No. No. Be in the world what you want to see in the world. Coach, every week we have the honor to recognize a student athlete in the game of life. We call it the Super Freak of the Week. Who's our Super Freak of the Week this week? You know, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm actually gonna select, <laughs> and, and he'll and he'll be like, "Huh? I, I'm gonna select my uncle, Lawrence Gunter." Um, man, a lot of who I am and what I am is because of him, because of the information he shared, uh, because of his toughness, because of not letting me off the hook. Um, literally, it's just because he was willing enough to, to push me, even if I didn't want to be pushed. He was willing to kick my butt, even though it may mean that I don't like you very much right now. And he's still doing it today. You know, 75. Um, every time I'm around him, brother, I just, I got to have it. I got to have it. Uh, stud of an athlete. Uh, you know my family. We, we made a lot of history. He was the first black police officer in Baldwin back in the 70s. He's always worked two jobs ever since I knew him un un until he retired. But this dude is like, he's gold, bro. There's no, I've never seen, you know, I think a lot of, when I think about me and how I try to interact with kids and give them information and just want to see them better, that was him. That was him, man. Always, I, 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 when I really stop and think back, every kid in the neighborhood, he was a big baseball guy. So every kid in the neighborhood, you teach them how to throw. I mean, he, he's all over it just always giving information and to this day still still can build anything that's why i get my 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 carpentry skills from you know because uh, he and i did a lot of woodworking together we still do and, and it's amazing because sometimes you know I'll, I'll be wanting to do something over there and he'll just stand there and go well you know i i'd probably use that right there and he's always right <laughs> you know but he doesn't force it on you mm. he's just patient yeah just just, patient yeah, man yeah. just a patient man so uh so Unk's the man like he he's 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 just a good person you know he's one of those people where you just go man he's just a good guy wow everybody loves him um but he's the super freak of the week super freak of the week and he's and he you talk about staying inspired 
and, and having a reason to, to be self-motivated. Do immediate family. I just look at him, man. I look at what he does, how he does it, how hard he's worked, how hard he continues to work. Just, and every time you're around him, oh, you're getting information. He, he, you, you're going to leave there and you're going to learn. So I promise you, there's going to be something that you walk away with that you didn't walk up with. Wow. He's going to give it to you. Lawrence Gunner. That's him, the man. LG. That's him. Ultra high definition, yeah. 4K. Yeah, Coming yeah, in, yeah. You got to stay yeah, focused. Yeah, all day, every concentrate day. On all that. day, every day, brother. <laughs> and that's his thing. You know, you just, you got to focus on things and, and you got to finish. I mean, he's big on finishing. When we start something, you just get in there after it and you're going to stay in there after it until it's over. So, And it's funny because he said to me the other day, I was actually working on my boat, doing some stuff on the boat. And uh, he came out there and he says, Boy, I tell you, once you get in after it, you, you just don't get out of it. And it was hot. But but I'm watching him, and he's instilled all that, you know. So uh, just just amazing, amazing. It's outstanding. Coach, um, and, and with, with motivation baked in and, and staying inspired, playing for the picture in your head, uh, what's the challenge of the week? The, the challenge of the week is I want you to ask yourself a simple question and then based on whatever the answer is, I want you to act accordingly, as we like to say. I want you to ask yourself this. Have you been sitting around waiting for someone to motivate you? Have you been sitting around waiting for someone to push you to be what it is you say you want to be? Or, or not? Have you been doing the work? Have you been looking at the stories that will inspire you to make sure that every day you wake up for that one thing, like my mom says, that, that you just go get it without anyone telling you? Or are you sitting around thinking that somebody's going to do this work for you? And if that's you, make the day the last day you think like that. It's on you. This is our moment. This is our time. And if you don't do it now, you're probably not going to do it. Ball in hand. Let's go. Clock's running. It's been a great show. Uh, I'm inspired. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm motivated too. <laughs> so so well, let's that, go. That's good. Let's I mean, go. and again, you know, I know you've checked out, checked out the project that we dropped on, on They Said. Um, we got the new website up that's just unbelievable. Um, you know, almondgunnerexperience.com. We have the shirts up, short sleeve, long sleeve. This revolution is real. It's not going to stop. Uh, we're trying to get as many revolutionaries as we can. This is our moment. This and, is our time. And we rebuilt the website to make it more user-friendly. It's yes. more accessible. You yes. can go in there, shopping cart, easy to access, load it up. You can get you know, all the shirts, all the, all the books, everything's right there. And the training sessions can be signed up. It's tons all, of information yeah. too, you know. We have Gonzo video. systems. Yeah, we, we have tons <laughs> of video on there uh, that you can you you can watch. We, you know, we have our you know motivational Mondays. I mean, stuff we tell you how to get all that stuff. So, um, it, it's all at our fingertips right now. And our goal is just we gonna we gonna spread this love, man. We we gonna spread this love. So, so thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, just remember, every day is game day. Catch you next week.